Had a great time at the Twins Winter Caravan. That was just a little over a week ago. Uh, the sanctuary events that are packed. Appreciate everybody that came on out, had the ballpark meal. And, uh, well, got to see Chris Adderay, see a whole lineup of Minnesota Twins uh, players and got autographs, photos, and then Twins Fest last weekend. And, boy, there's been some changes that happened in those last minutes. For example, uh, Gardy was a last-minute addition to our lineup here. It was a surprise for a lot of people. It was a fun surprise. Uh, and then there was kind of a last-minute uh, scratch, if you will, from Twins Fest over the weekend, and the person that was scratched was Jorge Polanco. Well, last night, word coming out that he is being traded. And one of the first thing I thought of was like, I wonder what Seth Stowe's at twinsdaily.com has to say about this. And he joins us right now. Seth, welcome back to the program, my friend. How are you? I'm happy to happy to be talking. Finally, the Twins gave us something to talk about. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a fact. Uh, because what happened, ladies and gentlemen, uh, well, after the season wrapped up, and then the last time I was talking about this besides Twins Fest, or uh, uh, the Twins Winter Caravan, is when you have you know the front office saying, eh, we're going to cut you know payroll, cut salary. That wasn't a real uh, well-received message. Not for me. I'm curious your reaction to that first. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's disappointing because obviously coming off of the, the playoff win, uh, something we haven't seen in a long time, a playoff series win, uh, even longer, uh, you know, you kind of want to build off of that. And in reality, they're uh, going to lower payroll, payroll probably by as much as $30 million or so. And uh, that's significant. Sonny Gray is, is lost via free agency. Uh, Kent Maeda's lost via free agency. And now, you know, like you mentioned in your intro, uh, Jorge Polanco yeah. traded. Um, you know, a lot's, a lot's happened. Obviously, the TV deal is the big instigator of all of that. No question about that. And we still don't know any official resolution to that. Yeah. I've had people asking, well, does that mean I have to get a streaming service? Or how am I going to be able to watch the Twins? And then I just conveniently slip in that you can listen to them for free right here on KFGO. Absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, it comes down to dollars. But the thing that frustrated me, aside from the fact that, as you just pointed out, Seth, you know, you had such an exciting season uh, being at that that home game uh, in the playoffs. So that first win felt great. That crowd was electric at Target Field. And then to have that announcement come out and say, yeah, we're going to cut something. I, I just don't understand why they would even say that out loud the signal to everybody else in the league that, hey, we're going to be selling here. I just I ne never understood it. Yeah, it was a weird announcement. Um, I mean, it's definitely not something. And, and I mean, Derek Felby, Thad Levine, they're very careful with what they actually say publicly. Um, so they said it knowing that it would be a topic, but also kind of letting fans know that as busy as they've been, you know, these last few off seasons, including signing guys like Correa, trading for Sonny Gray, trading for – Pablo Lopez. I mean, they've done a lot, a lo lot over the last couple of off seasons. This season, this off season obviously has been less. It's played out to be less, and there is a reason for it. But at the same time, uh, it definitely is, is frustrating. Yeah. Uh, how, how would you react to the the news last night? Were you surprised that Jorge Polanco was on the move? I uh, no. I mean, his his name has been mentioned all off season as a guy that you know. Not that they're looking to move, but would be willing to move in, in a deal. Um, you know, obviously, the first thing you hear is is the there's an agreement where Jorge Polanco is going to the Mariners, and then you start 
filling in the gaps of, okay, which players are coming to the Twins. You know, you had two major leaguers, you had two minor leaguers. Uh, you know, you, you start digging into those players and seeing what you get back in return. And, I mean, ultimately, I think the Twins did well in the trade. Um, I, I'm a big Polanco guy. I've, I've liked Polanco since he was, you know, first time I really interacted with him is 2013 uh, down in Cedar Rapids uh, when he was in low A ball. And, uh, you know, I've got a good relationship with him, but, um, you know, I just, it's, it's disappointing to see him go cause he's been so productive for the twins for, you know, at least the last five, six years. Uh, been an all-star, done whatever the teams asked, you know, move positions, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, you hate to see him go. Longest tenured twin, all those good things. So yeah. it's it's not easy. It's it's multiple feelings you kind of get all at the same time. I, I don't know if it's uh, unique to the Twins fan base. You can tell me if you've got experience with other fans from other uh, parts of the league here. It seems as though once somebody becomes one of us, They've donned our jersey that we will continue to root for them wherever they go. I mean, you bring up, you know, feeling that way with Polanco. We've seen that with time and time again saying, okay, yeah, it sucks. Loved when he was here, but you still kind of root for the guy. Is that just yeah, I mean, is that a Twitch thing or not? Yeah, Rise is a perfect example. Yep, exactly. And I don't really know. That's a good, good question, but – it is interesting because Arise never got to the point where he got a big contract with the Twins. Uh, it seems like we we often, and I say we as, as Minnesota Twins fans, um, prefer that a guy get traded so we can keep liking him uh, even after he starts making some money than actually keep them for long-term deals uh, where they actually make what they deserve and uh, you know maybe they get hurt or maybe they end up being a Hall of Famer or whatever. And, and uh you know, the fan base just, for whatever reason, uh, finds every fault in them. So it's it's really an interesting uh, dichotomy of, uh-huh. of fandom there, yeah. Well, I blame it on the Minnesota-North Dakota nice when it comes to, well, you know, they were one of us, and it's just good for them going and making some money, making some plays. I don't know, maybe I'm overreacting here. I just I notice it because anytime we're talking with you, or Chris Atterbury, whoever it might be when we're just talking about this organization, as somebody who used to be a part of the Twins team gets brought up. And you bring up Luis Rise, perfect example, because how many times do you think I got that name thrown in the text club last year? Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. And and the thing is, is, you know, talking to Chris or myself, you know, I'd do a rise for four or five years before then, too. And, I mean, he's just a happy-go-lucky guy, loves being at the field, loves uh, everything, it seems. And and so you kind of, you know, you like that personality around and things like that. Now, you notice we don't bring up uh, how much we enjoyed our time with, like, you know, Logan Morrison or Lance Lynn or guys like that. Uh But uh, there are plenty of examples of guys that, you know, almost like one of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's why once we claim you, we don't let you go is part of the problem. Uh, messages, and I'm just going to kind of put these together. I mean, it's based on depth, right? You know, about second base, who can play, who's not. And you said, look, you're you're happy with the return on this trade? Yeah, I mean, it's not exciting. I mean, Glafani yeah, sure. is a, a veteran who's had a couple of pretty good years. He's had a couple of injury years. And basically, two-thirds of his contract is being paid for by Seattle. 
uh, and San Francisco. So I'm not too worried about that. You know, if he's the fifth starter, great. If not, Louis Varland still is. Uh, Justin Topa is an older reliever, but man, he put up some tremendous numbers. They now have four or five deep in, in the bullpen. And then the prospects they got, there's a top 100 guy, an outfielder who played an A ball last year at 19. And uh, a guy that was just drafted a year ago, who, you know, throws mid nineties and has some pretty good stuff that uh, I know they're very excited about getting. So to me, it's, you know, that's where the upside in the trade is. The other side of it is that, you know, Jorge Polanco has been hurt a lot the last couple of years Mm -hmm. when he plays, he's fantastic. Uh, But defensively he's slowed, Um, you know, base running, he's slowed. And, uh, you know, frankly, Edward Julian is, is kind of ready to take over second base. And if he gets moved to DH or, or first base, you've still got, you know, the, uh, soon to be showing up Brooks Lee, their top pick from just a couple of years ago, who is, you know, did well at AAA last year. So, I mean, really you're, you're, you're trading a guy with a year or two left on his deal based on, you know, options being picked up. And you're able to replace them internally with guys that are probably going to be just as, if not more productive in the short term, um, certainly in the long term, and you get four players back. So, yeah, I, I that all kind of coupled together is why I don't really mind the deal. Okay, good. You, uh, I, I suspect there are some people that stepped towards that ledge last night that needed to hear exactly what you just said. Seth Stoll is our guest at TwizDaily.com. Uh, Buxton says... I'm back. I've heard that as a phrase before from other athletes, uh, but Bucks is planning to return to center field. I don't. I haven't seen. I mean, full time. What's the latest on Buxton? He's claiming <laughs> he's back, but what does that really mean? Yeah. Well, you know, that's the thing is uh, <laughs> he he's probably not his most uh, unbiased uh, <laughs> physical therapist, so <laughs> you kind of got to take that for what it's worth. Yeah. At the same time. I'm sure he's feeling better right now. Now let's see what happens when you get into spring training, when you, you know, start running bases and in the outfield and cutting and all that kind of stuff, which I'm sure he's doing, um, you know, but you never know. Uh, obviously the twins fan, it'd be ideal to see him back in center because I mean, he's a special player when he can play out there. No doubt. He can be a game changer, healthy. Uh, final thing, then I'll let you get back after it. Mauer, uh, you know, I mean, he can't have, be talking twins without the fact that, uh, Joe Maurer in Cooperstown, you know, newly to the Hall of Fame, your reaction? A very deserving Hall of Famer. A little surprised he made it on the first ballot. Uh, he barely made it, made it by about four votes, but ultimately, who cares? He's a Hall of Famer forever, and, uh, I mean, very deserving. The things he did as a catcher, uh, not only did he get to 2,000 hits, which doesn't seem like a lot, but you consider that he walked a billion times, too. He was an on-base machine did things that catchers hadn't done before. Won three batting titles, won gold gloves, won silver sluggers, won an MVP. Um, <laughs> you start listing all these things off and you're like, yeah, he was he was pretty good. He, he probably should be a Hall of Famer. Did you uh, happen to catch the the video of him basically, yeah, this is pretty cool, thanks. <laughs> it was, seemed pretty much on point for Joe Mauer's response. You, you're getting elected in. Your name's in trend forever. And you're like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a chance to catch yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's Joe, and again, <laughs> just he's the nicest guy you'll ever meet. Very thoughtful, very humble, but at the same time, uh, obviously very very competitive and very talented. Because you don't get to that level of uh, talent without all of that. So, but yeah, no uh, <laughs> no surprise that he got some 
Ah, shucks, answers uh-huh. from him. No, no. Seth, it's always fun to catch up, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to training. I'm looking forward to warmer days than what it already is even right now for it being January. And let's do this again soon, all right? Sounds good. Maybe they'll give us more to talk about. Yeah, shortly. hopefully. Hopefully uh, the positive yeah. coming on in. Seth, you take care, all right? You bet. Have a good uh, one. Yeah, you as well. Seth Stowe's twinsdaily.com. That's where you can go check out their work. I encourage you to do that. Put that on your favorites when it comes to your Minnesota Twins. Let's get you a weather update. To tell Tom Szymanski, we'll get you all the latest about the forecast ahead. When we come back, I've got more messages about the conversation we started earlier in the day about, well, the conspiracy theories running wild. I'm Tyler Axis. This is Afternoons Live on KFGO.